Hello, welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast. My name is David Baker, and we're glad that you're here. Look forward to this, and uh, we're in a little series called How to Have Happy Kids. How to Have Happy Kids. Hey, if your kids are happy, you're happy. Uh, well, we love to see our kids happy, smiling, playing, enjoying life. Everyone loves to see that. Uh, this weekend was a busy one for us. We had our 10-year anniversary of our church. Uh, kids came home from college. We had a wedding. Kids played violin and cello in and um, busy. After church on Sunday night, they came over there packing, getting ready to get on the road and head back and uh, just had pizza and hung out in the kitchen and just laughing, teasing, joking, fun, enjoyable. I sat back as dad and just said, boy, I'm so blessed. I have happy kids. I have happy kids. What you think is going to make them happy is not. So many parents spend their life doing what the kids think will make themselves happy, and it doesn't work. Disneyland, Disney World. No, that's not going to make them happy. It's going to set you back a few grand. It's not going to make your kids happy. They may have some fun for a while, um, but it really is not going to make them happy. Biblical principles that God wrote, the Creator, knows what will make us happy. And it works. The number one thing that people want in, want in life is to be happy. On this earth, we want to be happy. The other 99 things that people want literally are things that people think will make them happy. It is. did a lot of research and study on this before I wrote on it. And it wasn't just the top 10 things that would make them happy, but under each category, the top things that would make them happy. For instance, material things. Okay, These are the top things materially that people want. A big house. Nice car, fashionable clothes, plenty of money for dining out, uh, a big enough budget for luxury travel, thin friends, <laughs> that's interesting, an attractive spouse. Um, those are the material things people want. Why? Because they think that that will make them happy. Interesting. Uh, Self-confidence things, all right? These are the things that they want. To neither look nor feel fat, to eat whatever you want without gaining weight, to hold your own in a political conversation, to learn to dance without looking stupid, <laughs> to be attractive as you age, to be the life of the party at least once, to know what you want and have the confidence to go after it. Why do people want those? Because they think it will make them happy. Okay, Literally, in life, on this earth, unless we're spiritually minded, think about eternity, the thing that we want on this earth is to be happy. The problem is we don't know how to get it. That old country song, looking for love in all the wrong places. It's the same way for this. We are looking for happiness in all the wrong places because we haven't gone to God. We haven't gone to the Bible to see what God says will make people happy. Okay, Hope you get this. Hope you teach it to your kids. I hope that uh, you get it for yourself. It will change you, change your life. So far, we've talked about being saved, being corrected, accepting corrected, um, accept being corrected, uh, serving, keeping the law, finding wisdom, and work. Now, if I asked anyone to say, all right, write down the top 10 things that you think will make you happy, none of those things would have been on there. But yet it's true. It works. Those are the things that make us happy. All right. Let me add a few more to it today and um, uh, look forward to that. All right. Here we go. Trusting in God. What? Trusting in God will make us happy? That's what God said. God knows more than we do. Psalm 146, verse 5. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. If you trust God, God is there to help you. You'll be happy. Proverbs sixteen twenty. He that handleth a matter wisely shall find good, and whoso trusteth in, trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. Simply, trusting in God will be happy. That's what God says. Trust in God. Hey, what are you going through right now? 
Just say, I trust God. I'm going to do the best I can to get close to God. And I'm going to trust God. He's going to take care of this. There you go. Amen. Happy. Okay. Happy. Trusting in God. My favorite verse on trust. And it's just the, the height of the height of trust. If we could get to this point, here's Job. We know what Job went through. Job 13, 15, he says this, though he slay me, though God slays me, though God picks up a sword and cuts me in pieces when I've done nothing wrong, okay, here it is, though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. What? You're going to trust God if God cut you into pieces? Yep. God had a purpose and a plan. His, his thoughts and ways are higher than mine. I'm going to trust God. Wow. When you get to that point in life, there's happiness. I trust God. Oh, this bad is going on in my life. Hey, I trust God. God's got a purpose. God's got a plan. I can't wait to see how he works this one out. Okay. Literally, our attitude should be when something bad happens, man, that's exciting. Can't wait to see what God's going to do with this. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. You trust God. Guess what? We take every bad thing and can't wait to see what God's going to do out of it. By the way, in the Bible, how many bad things did God use to make the greatest things come out of that? Daniel, lion's den, three Hebrew children, fire furnace, children of Israel, Red Sea, David, Goliath, every one of the great things that we look at in life, all of them came out of a horrible thing. What's the best thing that ever has come out in the history of the world? The resurrection of Jesus Christ, our salvation. Oh, and what came before that? A death and a burial. The greatest news we have is the resurrection of Jesus. We're saved. Jesus defeated death and hell and the grave and paid for sin. And out of that comes what? Eternal life. But it only came from the two horrible things of death and burial. Okay? Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. If we trust God, you'll be happy. I know I spent longer on that than I usually do, but uh, boy, it's a sermon. It's real. It's important. And probably if you're listening to this, you're going through something right now that's a burden, that's a heartache. And you get to the point, I trust God. Let me do what I can do. God, show me, change me, use me. And then God, the rest of it, I'm just going to trust you. Even if you slay me, there's a purpose in it. Okay. Next, here we go. Mercy on the poor. What? Come on. Where do you get these things? Sorry, they come from the Bible. Proverbs 14, 21, he that despiseth his neighbor sinneth, but he that hath mercy on the poor, happy is he. God said, if you have mercy on the poor, we'll be happy. And by the way, all of us have experienced a little bit of this. When you've helped somebody that was really in need, how did you feel? You gave an offering to a missionary. When you gave some food to somebody that's uh, homeless, um, you helped somebody that couldn't help themselves, and they were in a real legitimate need, and God touched your heart, and you helped them. How did you feel after that? There we go. Happy. He that hath mercy on the poor, happy is he. Well, that's why it's so important to do ministries to help the poor. Uh, I love nursing home. Many poor people in there who have nothing. We get to love them and help them and win them to Christ. Jail. Boy, a bunch of poor guys in there. How come? How you know they're poor? Because the rich ones made bond. <laughs> Only the poor ones are left. Uh, the rich ones are out. They're waiting for their court date. Uh, you care about them. But working in a bus ministry, going to neighborhoods and helping little boys and girls to know about Jesus. When you have mercy on the poor, you're happy. You're happy. When's the last time you went out to help the poor? Well, it's their fault. They're on drugs. Got it. All right. I understand that. <laughs> Not all of them are. 
But even if you help someone that is going through a tough time, I help guys with drugs all the time. Last night, 10 o'clock, I'm texting somebody trying to help them with his life that's uh, struggling with some things. When you have mercy on the poor, you're happy. You will. All right, last one for today. <laughs> Again, here you go. It's not going to be what you think. Fearing God. Fearing God. Fear is equal happiness? Never. Never. It wouldn't be on anyone's list. But the Bible says when you fear God, you're going to be happy. Proverbs 28, 14. Happy is a man that feareth always. Happy is a man that feareth always. If we always fear God, we will be happy. <laughs> Boy, it doesn't make sense. Boy, that's not what I was taught. I was taught, you want to be happy? Here, you, here Here's what you got. Uh, alcohol, drugs, friends, parties, girls. Yep, that will make you happy. Uh, no, that's called the pleasure of sin for a season. And after that, the consequence, consequences come. It's definitely not happiness. Happiness comes by doing the things that God said will make us happy. I want you to study on fearing God. The fear of the Lord, okay? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs or Psalm 1, uh, 110 uh, says, um, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Proverbs um, uh, 1, 7 says, um, when people don't choose the fear of the Lord, what happens to them? The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, arrogancy, and the forward way do I hate. Do a study on the fear of the Lord. Understand what that is. It doesn't mean we walk around scared God's going to step on us. Okay, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, arrogancy, and the forward way do we hate. Um, when we fear the Lord, then there's going to be a happiness that comes. How come? God said it. And God knows way more than we do. Okay, God does. So, all right, get those things, practice those things. If you missed any of the other ones, go back and listen to those and teach them to your children. Make a little devotion out of this. Take time for that. It'll be helpful. They'll be glad. They'll be happy. When kids are happy, parents are happy. It really is true. Just make sure we uh, find out what the Bible says will make people happy, not what the world says will. Okay? God bless you. Take care, and we'll see you next time.